we did it the first time as a giggle. We felt there were too many mutants. So we did the massacre to call the, to call the herd. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast about X-Men comics where we don't talk about any X-Men comics, Gary. There's no it's, uh, there's, it's there's some X-Men. Week. But there's no X-Men yeah. comics. The, the the X-Men show up for one of them. Uh X Factor or members of X Factor show up for the rest. Yes. Which which is part of why we wanted I or like a, one of the reasons like, now to speak for both of us, why I want to do this crossover is because it's like, hey, what happens if we read a Daredevil comic? Yeah. What happens if we read a Thor comic? And it turns out the answer is like we spend a lot of time with Volstag the Voluminous's weird adopted kids. You may have done that. Uh, <laughs> I certainly did. <laughs> I was skimming all the Volstag content. As soon as I realized what? that that was not gonna be the thing that connected to any of this Marauder business, I was like, I, I was running late anyway, so I was a little bit worried but i just decided to skim right through i was done yeah. well just you just you wait until the final uh issue of mutant massacre where wolverine takes one of volstag's adopted kid and just fucking bodies arc light okay well with it yeah. you know similar to hulk using loki as a a flail yeah just beats the shit out of him with die arc light die if that happens, uh, then I'll I will I will go back and read all of the Volstag content that the, any any of our listeners will send me. But if it doesn't happen, I will never ever have to say their name Volstag anywhere again. The uh, what a what a dream! Uh, just there's some there's somebody out there who's just like a Volstag yak who just knows every Volstag comic thing, uh, and it just just is amazing to me. Uh, the uh, this is the first time I'd read a Thor comic. So, um, or, you know, I'd read this, this crossover before, but then it was the first time. And then it's been since then that I've read a Thor comic. I, um, so it's not that first time reading a a Thor comic, uh, but it is the most recent time. And every single time it reminds me why I don't really read a lot of Thor comics, especially like early age stuff. Uh, just the constant referring to to do himself in third person and like all of the flowery language, like that halfway through a lot of some of these Thor issues that we're talking about, we're not talking about today. I was like can you just stop like just can you just not yeah can, i just I don't need all of this dialogue who are you talking to <laughs> like if i was the marauders i would also want to beat you up <laughs> i do not like this it presents an interesting uh idea of if you were an avenger because like by any means thor would be obnoxious to hang out with i know you know a lot of people would be like oh it'd be fun you drink and like yeah but also when you're not drinking which is most of the time for most people he would ta- be talking like that you'd want him around because he's a God and he could fuck shit up. Like what else are you going to do when, you know, King, the concert conqueror shows up. Uh, but also he'd be really annoying to hang out with. Like I imagine him, you know, sitting in a room like him, him being like, uh, uh, Colin Robinson from uh, what we do in the shadows, like just sitting in, in a little, little cell alone while everyone else goes and parties. 
Man, I am, uh, not to get off subject pretty early, but I am really ready for you to get to the latest season of What We Do in the Shadows so we can talk about Colin Robinson, because, boy, uh, that's... Me, me too. That's some, that's some I, good stuff right there. I'm almost, uh, I'm almost, I'm like halfway into season three, uh, okay, so, so this weekend, yeah. Liv and I will probably catch up. So Excellent. Uh, we're not even talking about a Thor comic no. this, today. <laughs> we're going to start right with, the, second. with the new mutants. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just a quick reminder, just to kick Quetch up. So we're, we're doing uh, the Mutant Massacre, which is where the Marauders decide to uh, kill a bunch of Morlocks in the sewers. And seemingly everybody notices and gets involved. Uh, so it's going to be a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, you know, New Mutants, Louise Simonson, the, the, the two kind of architects of the storyline. Uh, or three, Walt Simonson, Louise Simonson, and Chris Claremont. Uh, this is Louise Simonson was drawing, uh, I believe, no, she was doing X factor. She's not writing this whoopsie doodle. This is Chris Claremont. Uh, I was distracted by looking at the cover and Colossus's long thigh. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how, how long one of his thighs is in this? <laughs> Did the Marauders do that? It's, um, <laughs> have you watched any of the Sandman Netflix series? I'm guessing not. Mm-mm. Um, it's filmed no. in, it, it's got like a weird image format that is really weird. And if you go online, like people complain about it constantly and, and think your brain just gets used to it eventually. But it's, it's very much like they stretch the aspect ratio up. So like, imagine okay. if you had a normal, like widescreen with black bars on the top and bottom and you just stretch that up and everybody would look a little thin. Like Colossus looks mm. like that, and that's exactly what the modern Netflix stuff looks. It's really, <laughs> it's really distracting because the very first episode has Tywin Lannister, and I'm like, I know what that dude looks like, and he doesn't look like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ty- uh, th- ty- therapist, tall Tywin can't hurt you. <laughs> tall Tywin exists. Yes, I can. Uh, this uh, this begins with dialogue, and I love when there's dialogue on the cover of a comic. Yeah, uh, very nostalgic to me. Uh, with Colossus, long thigh Colossus. Bursting into the mansion, being like, clear out, kids. This is a job for the X-Men. Which is a funny thing to do as you burst through a wall into somebody's house. Yes, absolutely. Uh, You know? This this is extremely Magneto, Cannonball, Magma there watching. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to start out with a, with a bunch of dialogue about the, who the new mutants are, uh, you know, the, the kind of kid team compared to the X-Men. Um, and they're hanging out at the, at the X-Mansion while the X-Men are out checking out the, the Morlocks when they hear a weird noise. They hear Lockheed acting like a damn fool somewhere, so they have to go check it out. Yeah, it's an emergency. They have to go get him. Have to. You know, uh, yeah. So they, uh, Cannonball is going to fly down this elevator shaft. Uh, Warlock is going to turn into some kind of ship for everyone. And uh, Moonstar is like, I should go check on my horse uh, during this time. Because uh, she had just recently turned into a Valkyrie. She went to, uh, you know, th- th- this uh, this whole zone was very, uh, this is when the X-Men crossed over the most with like Thor and Asgard stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, so she gone, she turned to a Valkyrie. She had to go check on her horse. And we get like, I would love a fucking poster of this. Dude, this is amazing. Um, this is awesome. Yeah, this is so good. Uh, her going outside, seeing the specter of death uh, over the mansion. Um, and this is the dark soulsiest thing I've ever seen in an X-Men comic. It's so fucking good, dude. Like it just, it just, it, it, t- it takes me right back to, uh, you said, I mean, dark souls is what first came to mind, but like just the, just crazy shit that you would see in a comic book, right? Like this is a, yep. a huge skeleton with a huge purple robe, but the skeleton head, the skull just has like, tree like branch skulls coming out and almost like a wing on one side and none of it is symmetrical like i love that like i love the fact that it doesn't like match up on both sides it's just all Mm -hmm. helter skelter and man that is just so fucking cool 
He's got a hilarious haircut that's a small mohawk that goes into a double-sided mullet. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> on the back, but it somehow looks good. Uh, this is, the you know, the New Mutants, uh, Bill Sienkiewicz was the, the main artist, and they would always do these big surreal things. This is after Bill's no longer drawing the book, but, like, it's a cool thing about New Mutants is you get the surreal imagery from time to time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, the cool thing about the demon bear and the like. Uh, she's freaking out because now that she's a Valkyrie, she can see the specter of death and it's over the whole mansion. Yeah. No good. Uh, we cut over to Moira McTaggart, uh, over on Muir Island where magic teleports in to teleport Moira McTaggart back. There's a bunch of time spent on like how Ilyana did this through traveling through time and she can't come back until the moment where she left. Uh, that is overly complicated. Um, you know, and she also takes her naked into uh, limbo and is like, I have to make you clothes. And the outfit she makes for Moira McTaggart is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. When I'm in limbo, everything is infected by dark energy. <laughs> and that means she's dressed up as this like awesome punk shoulder pad, like like a, something in like a post-apocalyptic Murphy Brown. It, that's that's a uh, really good. I, I love the strappy heels and the like. She's got the the, the crisscross belt with a the skull tiny attachments. Little demon skulls. And yeah, I two love, little thing skulls. I really love Iliade's explanation too. I wield black magic, which taints and twists even the most innocent of spells. Like she tried to like dress her like a schoolgirl, but this came out right. Like I mean, yeah, what is sure the... to and then like it just ends up becoming this spiky leather jacket. <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny. Big. It's so hilarious. Also, the idea that Iliade can just show up and grab you out of the shower and then disappear you into the uh into the limbo into limbo is is really funny to me well it's so weird because so the thing the reason why uh the time stuff feels so silly to me is that like she didn't have time to explain what was going on or to let uh moria grab some clothes but then they have to go kill time in limbo yeah like just just talk to each other motherfuckers and or, you yeah. know just take your time like just take yeah. take your time when you're casting your transportation spell or, or whatever like just let's just like do it right the first time i feel like they're yeah. this is all setting up a bunch of iliana stuff like this is just claremont like seeding with the future stuff yeah. that he wants to do um and it just just reading it out of context is just very funny i think it's just like what yeah. why 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 does it why does it have to work like that this is this is dumb it, it's going to be a whole thing for like everything this week yeah. is like, th- you know, seeding things out of context uh, they just, they might work if I was just reading new mutants. Uh, they eventually teleport back in, uh, when Lockheed is found and he's found down in the hangar where the, uh, the X-Men have busted in, uh, wounded with a bunch of Morlocks. Yeah. They are looking in very, very poor condition. Uh, and most of this issue is dedicated to, and I kind of like this as a, as a concept is dedicated to like setting up a, a makeshift hospital and like treating these people's wounds and, uh, making sure that like everybody's getting healthcare essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something I really love about the mutant massacre. Like it's a thing that I really, you know, I joked about it during the last episode or the episode before, I can't remember, but about how, like, I liked, when I first read it, I was like, oh, these are a bunch of fuck-ups. Like, these are a bunch of humor, hu- uh, heroes that are going to get their asses kicked repeatedly. But one of the other things, you know, that is a flippant way of talking about how there's a groundedness uh, to this comic. And, like, the Mutant Massacre is a big deal. Like, I know that as an X-Men fan and somebody who knows a little bit of, like, Marvel history, but it's treated as such at every moment. Like all the other heroes getting involved, them actually having a body count and having to like stitch bones and and bind wounds and shit. Like it is, they do a really good job of selling this as a capital B big deal. I think. Yeah, I think so too. You know, um, and that's I in, think- a, in a way that they might not now. Like 
when we talked about uh, the new New Mutant series um, during Messiah Complex and how it felt shitty that Yost and Kyle were just killing characters every issue. Yes. Yeah. Right. That that shit didn't matter, you know, and that that comic book, uh, that New Mutants began with like the purifiers crucifying, you know, 20 mutants on the lawn and stuff. Yeah. And it just felt so weightless, whereas this feels like it actually has consequence. And that's, I think that's the, that's the big difference is just the, the actual consequence of the whole matter. Like this is, I mean, a bunch of people died in the last issue or in the last issue of the the series, but now like we're, there's a bunch of wounded people we have to deal with as well. Like we're, we're, people are like kind of floored by it. And it's underlined as we go into like power pack and Thor, as everybody kind of takes their own individual trips into the alley uh, and sees the the slaughter, like Thor at some point is just like, Oh my God, this is horrifying. Like, uh, yep. it, and it's just, it's just really good. Like, it's just really interesting that they, they took the time to go through it. Um, it. It's very funny that power pack goes on a little tour to see like basically, all, you know, uh, an absolute massacre. These fucking, you kids, know, and, and these poor fucking children. Kids. Just like, oh man. <laughs> Uh, I cannot wait to talk about Power Pack. Power Pack is fucking <laughs> wild as hell. Uh, very funny. So uh, they're kind of taking stock of of what happened uh, with her. They're like, then we need a doctor. Magic pops in. It's like I got Moira, you know. And they're uh, Moira takes charge uh, here. They recognize that Kitty Pride is stuck, you know, in her her phased form. She cannot do anything. And they're all kind of despairing. Like, we can't do anything about this. Like, yeah. we're not equipped for this. Uh, and Storm is like, there's nowhere else to take anybody. Like, what else are we supposed to do? These are freaks and weirdos. We can't, like, take them to the hospital. Yeah. You know? Hospitals, notably, no freaks and, and weirdo policy. <laughs> They'll exactly. accept anybody but yeah. freaks and weirdos. In, in a world with X-Factor hunting down mutants, you know, according to these characters, like, they can't go to the authorities. Yeah. They have to make this, this makeshift thing. Um, you know, and they're just really fucked up. Nightcrawler's really fucked up. Uh, people are really hurt. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, so they get into it. They start making a hospital. Yep. Uh, um, and, uh, Sunspot hurt is, is, I think he's starting to lose some of his power. So we get, no, oh, that, that doesn't happen yet. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Um, uh, it's, it's coming soon. He's, yeah. he hasn't been out in the sun. They show that it's raining, mm-hmm. you know, his, uh, his power is charged by the sun. So he's, he's pushing himself. I think is what it's just trying to communicate. Yeah. You know, um, sunspot man i just every time i read a sunspot comic book i'm like jesus christ this dude sucks <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's so bad uh he's very like he's kind of funny in the 80s new mutants where he's just like constantly talking about how cool tom Selleck is mm-hmm. uh and it just it's very quaint and then they eventually do more interesting shit with him when he becomes um like leader of aim and stuff like he becomes this weird business mogul and it's kind of interesting here he's just angry yeah. He's just the angry teammate that could be filled by Thunderbird or Wolverine or anybody, you know, acts angry. I do like, uh, just to underscore this again, like part of the appeal, I think, for this, them doing all of this stuff is it's not like what we see them do as heroes. Like this isn't fighting. So like Cannonball using Cannonball powers to go get supplies real quick for this, for this mm-hmm. effort is really, really cool. I always like to see mutant powers being you know, used in, if not creative ways, then at least ways that we don't normally see like Cannonball. Yeah. He's nigh invulnerable while blasting, but now he's just blasting to the, to, to the local, you know, he's blasting for speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's blasting down to the, down to the plaid pantry. Blast me up some Pocky. <laughs> Blast me uh, up some Pocky, please. <laughs> yeah. We'll do. Zoom. Uh, so Sunspot is carrying this uh, big life support unit uh, thing. 
Um, I love uh, also here Cypher is piloting uh, Warlock as a little like jet ski uh, hand truck. Yes. Thanks. Yes, Warlock good. is so uh, like wonderfully silly, uh, but he, he's going to drop it because he's losing his power and Magneto unloads on him. Like, he's, you know, if you, if you can't do this right, get the hell out of people's way. And Cannonball's like, don't you think you're being hard? And he's like, no, you know, we, we don't have time for this shit. Yeah. Uh, we cannot have somebody who's going to be dropping these life-saving equipment when it means that people will die exactly. because of that. Yeah. You know, Magneto the Pragmatist. Uh, um, and there's a, there's a neat little section where uh, Sunder, who's like the, one of the big hulking bruiser type Morlocks, is, is terrified and starts fighting them off to trying to help them because they're going to have to cut off his leg and he refuses to, uh, he doesn't want to be his leg to be amputated, but that's the only way that it's going to save them. Uh, and I, mm-hmm. again, just like really interesting that we're spending any time on this whatsoever because normally it'd be like the next day and everybody's healed and fine and, and, and totally cool. Th- they're just that horrible elixir character. Like they introduced that little healer character so they wouldn't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it's the cool thing about going back to 80s X-Men is that like, they're really not very powerful at all. And the consequences are much more real. Yes, absolutely. During this stuff than, than they are now or even in the 2000s. You think there's been a, um, you think there's probably been a little bit of like power creep when it comes to X-Men oh, comics? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, especially like fucking Wolverine where he used to really get hurt. And then at some point he like regenerates back from a drop of blood or he gets blasted down to a skeleton and just, you know, regrows his flesh and stuff. Like there have been many, uh, attempts to course correct, mm-hmm. uh, Wolverine, uh, through different ways. One of my favorites, it's not good, but one of the silliest, uh, comics, I read a comic in the early two thousands where every time Wolverine almost dies, he like goes to hell and fights for fights his way out. Yes. It's not the Jason Aaron thing where he actually goes to hell. It's a different, it's an earlier idea of that and then he loses his pact with like god or something and then he doesn't heal fast anymore yeah doesn't that get involved uh, in like the death of wolverine too, where he it, he's like making out with death at one point or something like isn't that a, a I, thing that happens <laughs> vaguely remember this i think I, I i think i think that happens a little later but it's the same them trying to do the same idea yeah yeah you know uh there's there's definitely power creep here and you can see it here uh magneto cannot hold down sunder he's just a strong guy and he's fucking magneto and then uh, Karma tries to take control of him, and Karma can't do that. So eventually, Betsy Braddock has to come and calm him down. Yeah. Uh, to uh, you know, to absorb his pain, so they can cut off his leg, which is a big deal. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Danny is in the corner, um, having seen the specter of death. Is not is kind of unable to stop seeing it everywhere. So this whole thing is just freaking yeah. her the fuck out because uh, she doesn't know if this is like all of the new mutants, if it's the X Men, if it's all the Morlocks. Like it just she just keeps seeing death everywhere, uh, which is. Yep. Kind of a bummer. Uh, we take a little side plot here to do a sandwich fight. Uh, the sunspot walks in the kitchen. He's pouting. He's really mad at Magneto. Uh, and he, he makes a, a you know, good point. Like Magneto calls me out when I make mistakes, but who calls him out? You know, and he is Magneto. He's big death toll on that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he picks up a sandwich to eat it. Uh, and then rain is like, those aren't for you. Uh, and he loses his mind and smashes all the sandwiches like a huge dickhead and child and they get into a big fight this is absolutely there. hilarious like just sunspot smashing yeah. a bunch of sandwiches for you know presumably sick people <laughs> and their doctors is extremely funny to me refugees like the, the the poor people who we don't live that live in the mansion uh who got slaughtered they cannot have a fucking pb and j uh 
you know, so the two leaders, Cannonball and Danny, come up and and say, "Hey, you guys are assholes. This is why people don't take us seriously," and they're you know they're right, uh, you know, uh, so they're like, "Okay, well, let's clean up this thing and then make some more sandwiches." <laughs> So they're going to make more sandwiches. <laughs> so now we got four people instead of doing any actual help <laughs> that are just duty. They're all on sandwich duty for a little while. Like Jesus. Yeah, and while Cypher is just hanging outside, if anybody on the new mutant should be making sandwiches, it's Cypher. It's definitely Cypher. Yeah. Why? Why are you he can not speak to sandwiches? Wow. Yeah. That's... Be more delicious. Mm-hmm. You should know? definitely be doing it's that. Still... Yeah. Uh, it's very funny. They all spend this time cleaning up the kitchen. Um, on the back porch, uh, Cypher is out there checking in on Warlock, who has turned into a little Death Star made of microscopes and telescopes and umbrellas and shit, uh, scanning for things. And he's being real cagey. He won't say what this is about. We'll find out at the end of the issue. Yeah. Um, no. Back in the headmaster's study, um, uh, this is Mirage, I believe, who is trying Karma. to- Karma. Karma. Sorry, I get the two of them confused. Yeah. My bad. Sorry for all the Karaj, uh, Mirage stands. Now I'll just mix up their names. Now they're just one person. Now I'm shipping them. Right? Now I wish Karage. they were It's actually a fried chicken that you can get in Korean food. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, she's basically, she's looking for her her, her siblings. They've, they, they're they not answering their phone. When Ileana shows up and is like, oh, if you want to go see him, let's just go fucking see him. Let's let's jump over there. Yep. Um, which is kind of against what, like the X-Men have said, like, we should all stay here and like deal with this problem we have. Don't go off on your own. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All of the new mutants have decided they no longer want to help the wounded. No, they're done. Every man. single one of them has decided they're done. Listen, we're kids. There are labor laws. We don't want to deal with this anymore. To be, uh, um, I mean, to be completely fair, like if I saw Magneto dressing down my, my, you know, fellow students, I would also be like, fuck off. <laughs> like, I don't want yeah. to do this at all. Yeah, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not have to do this. Uh, so they're going to teleport out, and just as the other new mutants find them, they're already gone. Um, I like that, you know, Ilyana is uh, uh, impulsive. Yes. Right? Um, the rest of the new mutants are there, and they're like, oh, man, you know, this this sucks. Sunspot's a huge dickhead to cipher. Uh, here, it's hanging, calling him a, a narc at this point, and they're like, we have to go get them. What if the, Danny says, what if the visions of death I've seen were for them? And they go to uh, Karma's house. They turn on her light switch and the apartment explodes. Whoops. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So the, the rest of the mutants all gather around and have a meeting about it, um, which, is, yep. which is very funny in like a um, teenagers trying to be democratic kind of way. I think it's very, very mm-hmm. fun. Um, and what it, they're, they're basically just arguing about whether or not they should go track these two, track these two down. Um, and eventually, like, Sunspot talks some shit again, which is very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, they will honor less guts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a toady and a tattletale. Wow, dude. This is a fucking hardcore man. You know? I love it. Uh, and, and Cypher's saying, like, we're going to get in trouble if we go. So he is being kind of a lame wad. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't know. None of these guys. Uh, they only recruited Cypher because he could talk to Warlock. That's it. Yeah, they just so, wanted Warlock. Yeah, <laughs> this was yeah exactly. <laughs> it's similar to how you have to deal with Thor's these and thou's if you want his power on the team. Exactly. You have to deal yeah. with Cypher if you want Warlock to turn into a cool jet. <laughs> uh, so they're going to go. They, they uh, go into the sewer to get there. Uh, very hilariously, uh, Warlock turns into a cool, like, Knight Rider car. They're like, turn into a, a plane to get us there faster. And he says, no. <laughs> um, and then uh, they just drive through the mutant massacre and then talk about having seen it later. 
uh, like they don't actually see the new mutants seeing it. They just all come out of the sewers like, man, that was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, it's very funny. They also uh, get seen that the thing that uh, Warlock has been seeing and the next villain in, in New Mutants is Magus uh, or Magnus. Uh, no, no, Magus, uh, Warlock's father. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way these things are drawn. Oh, it's yeah. so fucking silly and weird. It would never translate well into film, you know? Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't War, imagine the, the Warlock stuff is ever unique. trying to do Warlock in a live action kind of way. Like, it's just, there's just no way. I mean, it's just, it would be impossible, yeah. I think, to pull off. Although, I mean, I don't know. There's, they, yeah, they do crazy do it in like a Spider Verse way. Yeah. Or it could be in like a spin off. I could be down with kind that. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they cruise through the sewers. They come out and they're like, man, that fucking sucked. Um, you know, they, they get out and they're all talking about all the stuff they saw rather than us seeing it. Um, and, uh, you know, dealing with this and they're going to go, they hear sirens like, oh, those aren't sirens. That's the fire department because Karma's apartment's on fire. They're going to bust in there at this point, but then, uh, Karma and Eliana come out. Uh, the siblings are not to be found, but they made out right at the, uh, the last minute. Yeah. And, and this is where uh warlock completely freaks out um his alarms start yep. going off he turns into a weird i don't even know how you would describe this yeah the the new mutants Cartoon. are like half in and half out of him as he's got grown really big and then like yep. rushes back down into the alley with them where he turns into a a super hardcore tank and then starts to like disintegrate he starts or discorporate yeah. as uh home dude says it's fucking nuts i i love uh before this, because they, they still, I don't know where this is in Warlock's journey, mm-hmm. but they're not really treating him like a person at this point. Uh, like earlier when they're like, well, if Karma and Magic are dead, it's your fault, Warlock, for not flying us here, which is very funny. Yeah. And then now they're like, oh, I don't know. What do we do? And the Campbell's like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Remember when Warlock went crazy last time? Like, what do we do? Like, no, nobody's really, <laughs> they're not treating this like a, a teammate who's dying. No, not at all. Um, and this is, uh, like you said, this is where Magus shows up and lays out kind of the, the, the idea that's going to get to come along, which is that warlocks, uh, have to kill Maguses because they're, 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 they're the dads. That's the, um, the technarchy. Yeah. They're, they're alien race. If they don't yeah. kill their dad, then the dad steals their identity and runs up a bunch of credit card debt. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so he, he's uh, going to preemptively strike the new mutants had to protect their, their friend, uh, there. Uh, this is all stuff that weirdly the, uh, warlock and maga stuff lays the uh groundwork for the phalanx which shows up at some point weird. Uh, in the okay. 90s real weird um but yeah eventually other people start turning into this stuff um you know this this techno organic stuff and he talks about how he they they disappear uh magic teleports them out before they can get stuck with the trans mode virus which is i think what uh, keeble has as well mm-hmm. so cool x-men lore shit yeah, uh, happening here. Anything but with anything. I, I love with how Warlock the new mutants is, is, were involved in the mutant massacre, and then at one point we're just like, I don't want to be involved in the mutant massacre anymore. <laughs> Let's go do something else. <laughs> they just all did. They just left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Um, uh, and this is going to take us to Thor issue number three hundred and seventy-three, uh, which is got that same cover that we we've, we've talked about a couple of times, where it's the 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 frame of all of the Marvel characters, and then in the center is just a very bearded and uh, gloomy looking Thor, uh, just kind of hanging out, uh, staring that thousand yard stare that you know Thor is known for. Um, yep, it's very uh, funny written by Walter Simonson uh, and drawn by Sal Buscema. Uh, you know, a, a very well-known and well-liked comic artist. And like this, uh, this style uh, this is in 
like reminds me of comics. Uh, if that makes any sense, like it, it reminds me whenever I see John Romita Jr. as well. Like it just looks like an era of comics yeah, to me. Sure. I'm not crazy about it, but it, it communicates comics to me instantly in a way I kind of like. Yeah, um, I am. Um, it's, it's definitely serviceable. Uh, it's not, and it's not, it's, it's readable, I think, uh, which has mm-hmm. you know, sometimes been a problem for us on this podcast. <laughs> yes. Like coming into things that yes. just, you can't figure out what, what is going on in the screen uh, or on the panel. Uh, and this is, this is not that, which I think is good. Um, but it's also just a little weird for some reason. Like I can't put my finger on why, um, but it's not bad. So I can't really complain about it. Yeah. It's a, it's exaggerated in like a Batman, the animated series way almost Yeah, in some things. Like everything is kind of like uh big, you know? Um, so we, we start off, this is called the gift of death. Uh, we start out with Thor going back to earth. Uh, he has not been there for a while. Uh, this this ties in the mutant massacre at the very end. It takes it, a long time. It's going to take a long. I was the whole time I was reading. I think I checked three times to make sure I was on the right issue because I was like, surely it, we're going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> but we we do get a bunch of funny stuff with him having dinner with a like a huge family and stuff, uh, which is it's all very good. Uh, he gets zapped by something and he's like, well, no big deal. Let's go. Uh, this is going to come up at the end of the next issue of Thor. Yeah. Um, and he's talking about how he can't find his dad. Uh, you know, his dad is missing and that's a big deal. Yeah. Cause you know, you know he's, he's it's yeah. kind of an important dude. So yeah, ne- needs Odin. Uh, he's checked every realm. He hasn't been to Musel, uh, Muspelheim, mm-hmm. uh, Muspelheim. Uh, he tries to go there using his little hammer tornado and it does not work. Yep. It's closed. Um, and he's you know, just kind of like done. depressed in general. Like he goes to his, uh, you know, earth Dude. apartment and it's, it's, it's definitely, what is the, what is the Twitter? The, the, the male living spaces. Living spaces? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, it, it's just, all it a, needs is a TV playing bloodborne to the side <laughs> to be like a fucking 50,000 like tweet or like, or like deep demon uh, souls, right? Like you just put a, a TV, yep. like a CRT playing demon souls in the back and you got this, but it's literally, it's just an empty apartment with a match, a bare mattress on the ground, like nothing, nothing at all in there. And it, this depresses him so much that he leaves <laughs> he's like i'm gonna go yeah, stand on a building <laughs> i instead. can't believe i run this place uh he's and he's like i need to this place doesn't feel like home i need to go home how about the avengers mansion oh no uh i don't need companionship uh i'd be bad company so he doesn't know where to go like this is such a sulky baby thor yeah i don't i don't know how much of thor is this like emo kid but i'm i'm kind of here for it uh it is it is funny to me it's interesting because uh, i think if you go back and watch the first thor movie there's a lot of yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of him just being kind of moping about because he doesn't have his hammer and he can't pick it up. Uh, like it's, mm. it's, it's a lot of Thor just being kind of sad about things in general. Mm. Maybe, maybe angst is a big part of this character that I just don't know. Maybe so. Cause I haven't yeah. spent enough time with him. I, people yeah. should know that you and I, neither one of us are like huge Thor fans. Like MCU Thor is probably mm. the biggest character th- that I, of the, the and, biggest version and even of then, Thor. I like one of the the three movies I've seen and haven't seen the fourth one. <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah, I'm not that even that big a fan of MCU Thor. Like, sure, you know, Ragnarok is real great, but I don't know. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, Love and Thunder comes to Disney Plus on my birthday. Nice. So I'm gonna treat hey. myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, Derek's in town for that. He's coming up to visit. We're gonna watch cool. a new Marvel movie. It'll be fun. That'll be an exciting time. It's a good movie. It's I think it's fun. We'll we'll yeah. have to talk about it at some point. 100 percent because i've also i've watched uh moon knight then i gotta watch uh and i watched the first she hulk like we got another uh mcu 
wrap up coming at some point. Yeah, yeah. Round Probably up. by the time we get done with the Marauders, we'll, we'll be ready for that because She Hulk will have finished yeah. and uh, yeah, all of this stuff will be yeah. done. I'll so. watch Miss Marvel. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's brooding on a on a building and he sees a mugging uh down down in the park uh here this is a a, a character called the park prowler who i really wanted to see if park prowler showed up again does he got a wiki uh, page he gets a name <laughs> the cops are like, we've been searching for park prowler for a while um yeah uh so th- thor doesn't know what to do he's like very upset and he's like you know what uh i gotta find the answers i'll seek you know uh these uh these mortals they do better than we do you know, death is the answer to every question. He's just angsting. Yeah. We come back to Asgard and this subplot here with Balder, uh, that is the most boring thing in the world. Dude, uh, I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't care what's happening. I was kind of hoping that when we dipped into some of these series that we don't normally read, like Thor or Daredevil or Power Pack, that I'd be like inspired to read some of them. Yeah. It's had the opposite effect for me. I'm like, not I, yet. Yeah. Has, has not happened. <laughs> if, do not want to happen. Didn't want to read the next Thor issue that, that we go, we have yeah. to do. <laughs> and that one just takes place with like in the crossover. Yeah. Uh, the, the uh, weird through line between all these issues is uh, kids being exposed to death in an incredibly harsh way. Uh, you know, so, so Volstag uh, comes up and Volstag, if you don't know, Volstag, the voluminous is a gigantic fat dude. Mm hmm. Uh, just like the biggest dude. Uh, these kids are in bed. They don't know how they got there. Volstag walks up and they're like, Santa Claus, is that you? He goes, no, I'm no. called Volstag. You I'm a friend to children all. You could hear this the way this you know? dude talks. I don't have any dude, any context for Volstag, so I was 100% ready for Volstag to like try to eat these kids. Like that's that just, I just <laughs> thought that that was what was going to happen. I was like, oh yeah, Volstag. Volstag crunch your bones. The child eater, of course. Yes. <laughs> They're they're in Thor. They're in like Thor one and two, but they they all disappear. Uh, this guy. So uh, he's like, yeah, Thor brought you here. Uh, he was visiting your mom, and the kids say, "What about mom?" The children, there's a time for courage. Your mom was killed by an assassination. Thor slew the assassin himself, but too late to save your mother. She cannot care for you any longer. So Thor has brought you to stay with me. I uh, fucking nuts, man. Can Absolutely you imagine? Absolutely nuts. Like, yes. why is this Thor's solution to two kids getting orphaned? <laughs> you know I, I, just here here's some orphans volstag see you later and like and he adds them to the fucking collection volstag has like 70 kids we're gonna find out oh yeah yeah it's uh, ridiculous yeah. the amount of children that this dude has uh incredibly fecund meanwhile like Thor, voluminous loads <laughs> huge loads like, absolutely <laughs> uh volstag with two um, loads is how you spell his name yeah, yeah. um yeah <laughs> the, Meanwhile, Thor is in his uh, civvy uniform. He's 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 dressed up as um, Sigurd Jarlson, uh, and he's going yep. to the old construction site that he works at just to visit, <laughs> just to see what's up. Uh, it's it, it's so funny. Uh, just just he doesn't know what to do. It's like a real like runaway train never coming back. He just singing has it to himself. You know, no fucking clue. Yeah, has n- just yep. is just wandering around at this point. Yep. Uh, his old boss is, is one of those really good bosses that shows up in comics where he, he loves him. He's really supportive and everything. And eventually he's like, are you okay? And he's like, I just dropped in to say hello. Uh, it's nothing. My father passed recently. I gotta go, you know? And, uh, Thor tries to leave. He's like, this was a mistake. You know, I shouldn't have done here, gone here. And the boss is like, no, 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 no. Like we're shutting down. Come have dinner with me, you know, me and my family. 
uh, and he insists and he takes him home to this weird boss character who also has a billion kids. Uh, he's got six kids uh, here and uh, his wife, they are an ethnicity. I do not know. The only reason why I say that is because at some point uh, he's talking to his wife. He's like, come here a second, Tina. Uh, Sigurd's old man just died and he has no family and no friends. And then she shouts out pig. Yeah. Did you, what is going on? I have there? no idea. I was really confused by this. Like, cause he says, and he isn't married and like, I, I, like, like, I guess maybe like, he, he, <laughs> does the mom yeah. think that he's bringing Thor home for his daughters? Cause his daughters are immediately like infatuated with Thor. Uh, but his yes. daughters all seem super young also. Um, I, I, it's so weird, dude. I didn't understand what the pig comment was at all. I was going to ask you about it. No, I, the reason why I mentioned the ethnicity before is maybe this is a saying and I'm just being ignorant, right? Like maybe that, uh, I don't know. Like that's the only thing I could think of. Like this is an exclamation in a different language. Well, there's also, uh, cause I, I picked up a little bit on this, like a, like it was a, a vague, because she says, um, like she tells the word like, Oh, you know, never mind. We'll be happy to have you. Uh, I clobber Jerry later speaking about her husband, but yes. there's like, it's missing the, the, the verb there. Like it's like English is her second language. And I was like, but, the, but they don't have yes. any other accented language in here. So I don't know what could be happening. <laughs> so. No, I, 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 yeah, I don't, uh, I do not know. Uh, so they go and tell Thor to sit in the world's biggest recliner for a little bit. Uh, until dinner's ready and she gives uh her kid to to thor to entertain ernesto uh ernesto uh you know is is talking to thor like hey does your mom make you eat all your vegetables while she's cooking she hears ernesto screaming runs to the kitchen where thor is torn ernesto in half in grief <laughs> uh shouting out the word odin over and over and over <laughs> he's Rips in fact just throwing this kid up ernesto I, I want to yeah. <laughs> the uh, the I just you, him, you say the name Ernesto. So the kids' names are Ernesto, yeah. Pietro, Giovanni, Maria, Rosa, and Gabriella, and like <laughs> it's a real mixed grill. <laughs> <laughs> but they all look the same. They're all like dark haired and like <laughs> I don't know what they're what what they were going for if they were going for anything or if this was just like we just name our kids stuff that ends in a vowel because that's the way we do it in this family like i don't it's real like it's a real weird mix i don't know what's happening thor Thor doesn't understand earth customs and one year for international bosses day he got his boss the big book of ethnic names yes Mm -hmm. and and ethnic vaguely european names uh and just uh he just picked one at random for each kid perfect uh thor who i love whenever they show thor next to anybody because he's still thor he looks like an inhumanly huge man it's basically like there's a like a hulk yes you know in the in the living room is tossing this kid up in the air you know uh and then there's uh ernesto's nickname is pesticide yeah i didn't get that which either also at, is weird at all like i did not yeah. understand what that was doing at all i feel like i'm Relax, missing mom. it looks like pesticide is in good hand good hands what the fuck is happening what <laughs> like i just i don't quite get it at all like i'm very very confused by the whole thing um it's uh just you mentioning the uh 
Thor being so big, I had to have a meeting the other day with a with a mayor, mm-hmm. and I've never seen a mayor this jacked in my life. Like he like, <laughs> it, I mean, he, he was wearing this like tight tight like polo. Hagar from uh, Final Fight. Yeah, it, it looked like he, he, he could literally mayor. just flex, yeah. and the sh- and the shirt would peel off of him if he wanted it to. Like it was that, and it and it was like it was weirdly distracting the entire time. <laughs> so I was like trying to mm-hmm. like do some work and like have a conversation. And I'm like, this dude's got muscles. This guy's got a gun yeah. show right going on right now. How do I even? I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I being in the presence of an incre- incredibly strong dude is very distracting. Yeah. Like I uh, met one of my neighbor's friend uh, recently and he shook my hand and he did the like flex handshake. Oh, wow. Really? Which, which I have not, uh, not experienced in a long time. Like I thought I had moved past that, you know, in, in my life uh, and just had, you know, hugely jacked hand crushing handshake. And I was like, cool i'm gonna go back inside i don't i don't know what to do yeah. or how to feel about any of this i'm i'm out you win you know i hit the bricks <laughs> see you <Yep>. later <laughs> exactly uh, exactly uh so they're all uh they're all having uh dinner they say grace in kind of a goofy way uh the big thing here is that uh ernesto now likes cauliflower yes uh, and he loves milk uh thor just drinking a huge glass of milk saying mm, milk sure hits the spot uh is just very funny to me. Uh, loves cauliflower. So does Ernesto because he wants to be like Thor. Of course. Uh, everybody loves Thor. Yeah. Uh, here they're like, you know, do you got any any little brothers back home? You know, he's doing the dishes, and again, looks like a Hulk doing the dishes. It's very unusual. Uh, this all yeah. this all wraps up with him saying like, oh yeah, they they invite him to spend the night, and he kind of protests mm-hmm. at first, and he's like, no, no, I'll tell you what, I'll 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 take all the kids uh, with me to the central park tomorrow. So you guys could have a day yep. off and like, I'm just to like, stag so he can devour them. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really bizarre that this mom is just like, sure. You seem chill. Take our kids. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a real before times kind of thing. Uh, we cut over to this boring, uh, plot here with Balder where one of his crows, uh, Moonen shows up with a feather and he's like, oh, I got to get to the bottom of this. So he goes on a quest. Uh, we're going to see the the non-exciting conclusion of that quest next issue. Yep. Uh, uh, the next day, Thor is at the park uh, with this kid who just gets smaller and smaller. Look how small Ernesto is on his shoulder. He's oh, like a yeah. ventriloquist dummy now. You mean, you, mean, you mean pesticide, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Er, Ernesticide. Ernesticide. Uh, is just like he's, a, he's like the size of like a shoulder-mounted RPG. Like he's just <laughs> this tiny little, little nugget. <laughs> um, it's so weird. Uh, Thor rounds them all up and sends them down for the promised uh, story, uh, which is just him asking a guy. And again, remember Thor can fly, um, so yeah. just need to. I just need yeah. to mention that out loud before we get into the details well, the kids of the story. Don't know it, but yeah, we, um, we know it. But but uh, they do because they know this is Thor. Like, I guess, yeah, I guess that's true because yeah. they, they were, it's revealed at the uh, end that they they figured out who he was or whatever. But like Thor, who can definitely fly, gets to the river. And is like, hey, can you give me a lift on this river, old man, with his eye mysteriously covered, just like my dad? And, yeah. the, and the old man is like, no, I'm called Harvard. <laughs> I, I'm not going to yep. give you a ride because you suck ass. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> this, that's, whole, this, this is one of the, like, God, I love old myths that are just like dog shit stories yeah. <laughs> that do not have good, good messaging to it. Because, like, uh, he, he's just antagonizing Thor. He's like, ah, you're a piece of shit. You're not strong. You break your oaths. You're garbage. I hate you. You're trash. And Thor just just keeps getting really, you know, mad at this point. Uh, and then he finds out, like, he he takes the long way around the river, gets there, and it turns out this old man was actually his father. 
all the kids are shocked. It's like, what does that mean? And he's like, I didn't understand it myself, <laughs> but now I get it. And then he does a fucking games critic overread about the story and says, it's about relying on yourself. Uh, no, no, like you, you can go and re- rely on a ferryman to cross a fucking river. It's what they do. It's just, it's just like, the thing that their their whole job. It's just their whole yeah. job. He but, offers to pay him immediately. Like he's not trying to. He, Thor isn't being crapulent. He's going to the fucking ferry to be like, "Hey, ferryman, be a ferryman." And the ferryman's like, "You suck ass. You're weak. I wouldn't go over there with, you know, in a million years." And Thor's like, well, that fucking sucks. And then takes the long way around. And that's the goddamn story. And that's like, it. That's the fable. That is the story. Like, it's <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. It's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. And Thor tells these kids, like, the message is only rely on yourself. That's what my dad was trying to talk to me. Tell me. I don't think so. I think your dad was just being a fucking prick. Yeah. Easy. Uh, then, because Thor comics are goddamn wild, two frogs crawl out of the, <laughs> crawl out of the marsh and start talking to Thor. Uh, these are frogs that he knows. This is Puddle Gulp. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, and, and who's the other one? Um, uh, hold on. I, I gotta, I gotta puddle, find it. Puddle Gulp and something else. And um, uh, He says it here in a minute, but yeah, I, I can't find it now. Yeah. But, um, puddle Gulp and uh, Bug Eye. Sure. Uh, yeah. Who who are talking to him and, you know, because we know Thor had was a frog for a little bit. I tried to read that comic and it's too boring. But you get these amazing panels where it's like, Chick chug, ribbit, ribbit. Wow, are they talking? Arfrumph, arfrumph. Silly frogs can't talk. And then Thor responding very seriously, when did this happen? And then the frog <laughs> going, knee deep, knee deep. Very well, puddle golf. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, dude. It's so fucking dumb. And it's, uh, it's the kind of comic dumb it, that I like. That I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say oh, I don't it, like it, but No, I I I was I was a pig in shit uh about this. Like this was a, this is the kind of stuff that I'm like th- this is the closest I came to getting Thor. Like this unpredictable, like, oh yeah, sure. You know, neep, 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 neep. Okay. Puddle gulp. Like it was pretty funny. It's very good. Uh, yep. Uh, as they're, uh, they're getting ready. They're like, okay, well I have to go. Or Thor says, I have to go. I'm going to, uh, take you. I have to go. Uh, uh, it's because I'm an undercover policeman. <laughs> uh, very funny. <laughs> Just trying to make up a lie at the last, at the last second. I'm like, no, no, you're Thor. Like we know you're Thor. Uh, you know, uh, my, our father thought you were Spider-Man for a little while, which is very funny. That's that uh, is again, this hilarious. Is Hulk. Yes, that is probably yes. the funniest line in this entire thing. <laughs> like, you know, blonde, seven foot tall, blonde, three hundred pound, all muscle Spider-Man. Fucking um, brilliant. So they start asking him questions, you know, uh, and there, there's this great where he's like, "Well, I've read a bunch of Norse mythology. Do you die fighting the Midgard serpent?" And he's like, "Well, maybe not." you know who knows uh, <laughs> let's not talk about it now though <laughs> that's what i say yeah I, I i have to go uh he teleports the kid back by slamming his uh his hammer into the ground uh teleporting the kids back and as he uh finds a secret entrance down the sewer uh there he is being watched by hella yep um you know who is threatening to to really fuck him up he goes around a corner, he sees all the dead Morlocks, he's freaking out, and he stumbles upon, uh, he hears a scream, he stumbles upon Angel and the uh, Marauders, yep. who and, fucked him up. And Angel has been pinned uh, by the wings to the wall by Harpoon, um, and he's in agonizing pain. Uh, so Thor comes in, 
and just kind of fucks the Marauders up. Like they have no idea what they're dealing yep. with. This is such a, a one-sided fight uh, on Thor's side that it's a, just... a real superhero has shown up. Like yeah. an Avenger has shown up in this fucking small little league game. Yeah, yeah. You Not know, just somebody who is so desperate for some peace that they live in a fucking sewer. Like, an actual superhero yeah. shows up. <laughs> like, finally a superhero showed up. Uh, he sees Angel against the wall, and Elvis is like, is it the Angel of Death himself? And then gets a little closer, and it's Angel. But, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Get some chill, uh, buddy. Uh, and he swears vengeance. Yes. You know, like, uh, I'm gonna fuck you up. Because uh, I'm Thor, and I don't stand for the shit. And this leads us into Power Pack at number 27. This is also the, I'd read this comic when I read this trade a long time ago, but I didn't remember it. So this is also new to me. Power Pack is fucking wild. Power Pack is fucking weird, Gary. That's what Power Pack is. Like I am, I, like I knew what Power Pack was and I'm pretty sure as a, as a kid, I may have had some of these comics. Um, but man, I just could not be prepared for just at, not even adolescent children. <laughs> <laughs> fighting crime it, it, or whatever tween, the fuck. Tween, I, I want to say the tween group, but the youngest one is five. Yeah. Uh, five-year-old. Uh, and this is the mutant massacre we're talking about, just as a little reminder. So these kids are going to learn about dead Morlocks by the hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> in this issue. Uh, did you know, I read the Wikipedia for the power pack before this, and I did, I did not know about the power pack, uh-huh. which uh, has two awesome little nuggets here. One the way that they got their powers, it's a family with the last name power. A dying alien named Whitey gives wow. them their powers. Okay. So, so Whitey, they got their powers from Whitey. Okay. And then uh, the Age of Apocalypse version of Power Packs is one sentence. The power children have been captured and used by the beast in his gruesome experiments, with ended with fusing the four siblings together. They were later dissected and kept sealed in containing tubes in a secret laboratory in the Yucatan. What? Yes. (laughs) So they've been fused together. I have to read Age of Apocalypse fucking power pack. That's fused together? That's horrifying. Apparently in Exiles issue 61 is how we learn about that. So like, that is after I quit Exiles. Uh Uh, I am going to go back and read the arc where they go to Age of Apocalypse and see the power pack kids put into a horrifying like human centipede well, sure. grand floon thing. We have to like that. There's no question yeah. about it. We absolutely have to. We need to it's cover it for the podcast at some special. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean like Exiles is kind of fun anyway. Like mm-hmm. it, it outstays its welcome, but it's, it's fun. Uh, the exile, the power pack getting dissected issue. That's too much. That nah. is, that is entirely yeah. <laughs> too fucking much right there is what that is. It's an incredible sentence. Uh, it's, it's real good. This version of the power pack, it looks like it's got black Panther, scalp hunter, dark beast, Scarlet, Witch, blink, uh, and then maybe, uh, Megan from Excalibur. Sure. Okay. Uh, so weird team, weird fucking team. <laughs> and Megan. Uh, it's always a very funny thing to put yeah. at the end of these things. <laughs> uh, so th- this cover, you know, we got the power pack, we got Wolverine and a bunch of kids, uh, as Sabretooth is about to fucking rip out the throat of Franklin Richards. Yeah. He don't give a fuck. Uh, here. It's just they have no business being here. No, no. And they weren't uh, allowed to. They just they just left. Like they had a perfectly safe yeah, they, home. And that's what happens very, at the very beginning is they're like hanging out at the house. And then they're like, oh, we need to leave. We need to go to the horrifying part of the world. <laughs> this is what they do instead of going to bed. They contrast them with the new mutants who are like, I cannot get away from this makeshift hospital fast enough. 
<laughs> where the power pack are like, I'm five and I'm going into the sewer to fight marauders. Insanity. Like it's fucking nuts, man. Uh, really weird comic. Um, starts out with this family. Uh, they're all playing goofs on each other. Mm hmm. Uh, watching TV to see if anything happened with their their battle uh, with Snark World. Snark World are one of their big arch enemies. They have two arch enemies: the Snark aliens and the Boogeyman. Uh, Snark I found World. out today. That is that is an interesting. Sure. Okay. Snark, Snark World. World. Oh, I'm I'm down. A I'm horrible in, website, it. like a horrible vlog from 2004. Yeah, something awful had a uh, like a little back and forth with them i don't know if you remember that but they were they were really yeah they were, oh, it yeah. was e-bombs world and snark world uh those were the two <laughs> yeah big something awful <laughs> battle <laughs> battle of the worlds uh the pranks they're playing for each other one of the older brothers sticks a piece of popcorn like down his brother's ass crack which like isn't beyond the pale i feel like that's kind of something that would happen sure. but also it's a little weird you know this, this panel of this kid's head turning all the way around yeah, I've uh, uh as he I, reaches into his asshole to pull out some popcorn. I've never done this and never no one has ever done this to me. And if they did it to me right now, I would I would literally just execute them. Like this would be the worst thing that would ever happen <laughs> to me. I have I have no patience for anything like this whatsoever. I would I would be immediately yeah. uh extremely mad. Um Dude, say the way the fuck away from my ass. Like it's not you know, not even for like weird gay panic reason. Just I don't want a piece of popcorn in my butt. Yeah. Don't want to do it, dude. You know? Sorry. This is this is not yeah, a thing that I want to do all the time. Uh I, I don't want you I don't want you to do it either. Um yeah. they're also watching on TV where the X Factor uh is on, and there's a lot of discussion about whether or not the X Factor who are, you know, mutant investigators are the exterminators, they're actually the good guys. Uh and you know, the the power pack seems to know some of the stuff, but uh boy, even like what are we like eight issues into the mutant massacre and I'm already <laughs> fucking done. I don't know how long that goes on in the actual X factor comic, but I am beyond done with it. Uh, I just, it, if you remember from the last X factor, it's ending soon because they got exposed or Worthington got exposed as the financier for it. So I think it, this double identity bullshit is ending soon. Good. Uh, <clears throat> the other thing that's important to learn is they have, it's the power pack kids and they have Franklin Richards with them. He is a member of the power pack. He's hanging out with him. This is when he, before he becomes like a reality God. Yeah. Uh, Franklin Richards is the, the most powerful mutant, you know, one of the most powerful mutants in Marvel. Uh, this is when he's just like a little baby and he has weird dreams, yep. but it doesn't stop him from going into the death sewers. No. In fact, it calls you know? them to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also did a thing recently before this that makes it extra confusing for me, who has no attachment to these characters, where they all swapped powers before this yeah uh and a lot of the dialogue about this is about coming up with new code names and adjusting to having each other's powers yeah one of their first one of the first brother fights is like the younger brother now has the gravity powers of the older brother and it uses it to like kind of just whip the older brother's ass a little bit which is extremely funny to me um yeah, yeah. he basically <laughs> dunks him onto the bed yeah yeah that's it's just know? very funny like, like this, this this is exactly this is some kid shit right here and i, I really do dig it so yeah the uh, spectacular powers, which occurred in number 25, in case you, you want to, uh, to see that. Um, they took each other's powers. Uh, they're being put to bed uh, here. They all go to bed. Franklin says, uh, you know, I want my mommy. Uh, you know, and they're like, no, you know, we called the Fantastic Four. They weren't home. You know, and Franklin was like, maybe I could live with you. Um, and they never let me have popcorn. It's just very a baby in yes. this comic. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to, we're going to find out, uh, the baby enjoys it here. Uh, the baby is going to find out about death very soon as, uh, as the baby Franklin Richards is having dreams. He dreams of Artie, 
uh, or leech rather getting some head um, from Marty holding up is what what it looks like (laughs) it's that's Caliban but it it looks like Artie it looks he's holding a guy it's like a weird horrible little ET thing he's got weirdly non uh, mutated feet except he has four toes like I don't know this weird little goblin Uh, this artist we didn't talk about this this is uh, Louis Simonson and it's John uh, Bogdanov Denove as the penciler this guy so the art in this is inoffensive to me mm-hmm. generally this is the guy who uh i believe did the absolutely dog shit embarrassing art during extinction agenda uh during x factor and makes uh, everybody look awful interesting like, everybody looks like their faces have all been like beat up even when they hadn't been beat up <laughs> uh eventually we'll do that crossover and and you can just marvel at this guy's bad art Interesting. at some point. Okay. I will have to, I will have to remember to, to check that out. Cause I, I yeah. this was, this was pretty much just fine. It was just like that, this, this era of Marvel to me. So I didn't really have a yeah, much yeah. of an opinion about it. Um, house style. Yeah. Uh, they all decide to, uh, put on their uniforms and it's time to, uh, go seek out leech. So it's time to go into the sewers. Uh, you mentioned this before. There's some back and forth about like naming themselves and whether or not the gravity kid needs, needs wings. And the, the younger brother is like, I'm not going to name myself. Um, was it big G or something? <laughs> yeah. He's G power. He's called uh, G man or whatever uh, for gravity. Uh, the older brother's like, Hey, you have gravity powers. You're going to need these wings. He says, no. He says, what, what would happen if not having them meant you getting killed? He's like, fine, I'll take them. Uh, it turns out gravity, the, the impetuous little brother is totally right. Yes. The wings are useless wings. and immediately get shredded by Sabretooth. Totally fucking useless in this fight, uh, which is very funny to me. It's very funny. Uh, very he's good. like, that's why I invented wings. You didn't invent wings. That's just a cape, man. <laughs> Come on, power pack. Uh, there's, a, there's a great, they're all going into the garbage. And the older brother, he has now energy absorbing powers. I'm like, Alex, come over here. Nobody will mind if you disintegrate garbage to power up. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> You know, we talked a little bit about like the moral, uh, like as a, as, as a mutant, like, you know, should Wolverine donate his organs or whatever. Uh, and, yeah. and like, if you can disintegrate garbage, my dude, uh, yes. it, you should just do that. You should absolutely do that. That's a good thing to do. It, it's a 100% better power than like shooting beams at the ceiling, which is what you do. Yes, absolutely. In a, in a minute. A power ball. Uh, he, he, they changed their name here. He's going to be Destroyer. Uh, I'm not going to keep them all straight, uh, the names. Uh, they go down in the sewer. They hear a scream. The baby one is like, is that an alligator? And like at first, I'm like, of course not an alligator. It's a human scream. And I have to remember, these are like, this is, that's Franklin Richards. It might be like a three-year-old yeah. saying this. They, they don't know. They have no reason to be here. Uh, they all go down the sewer, and they find a scalp hunter. <laughs> summarily executing mutants with a pistol in each hand this is so good just like just shooting the head bam, bam, and blowing bam. the head off the one is left <laughs> it's so funny dude <laughs> like i like i laughed a lot during this comic it's so uh, goofy like it's, it's very just, funny. it is just classic goofy comic book stuff and, I, and you kind of have to love it like it's just fun it's really good uh a couple feet away this is where leech is being quiet trying to hold the wounded ca- uh caliban and he's uh, projecting, he's like begging for uh, his mom, Annalie, to show up or power packed his friends to show up. And that's what summoned them via Franklin Richards. Yep. 
uh, there. Uh, so here they come down into the sewer, but who do they run into but Sabretooth, uh, who just sees yep. some kids dressed in some costumes and immediately starts murdering them. <laughs> they gotta go. I gotta I gotta <laughs> like, say, like, this is pretty good. Like, this is this Sabretooth <laughs> just showing up and being like, fuck them kids is an attitude I can get it's, behind. It's very funny. And then the uh, the little girl going like, Mr. Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> shows up like this is ludicrous like it's it's amazing these kids are not dead yes many times over it's astonishing uh, that they are not it, dead to be honest with you the 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 people who run marvel like agreed with that because when they came back uh they eventually put them out of continuity they're like we we can't have these kids hanging around when civil war is about Sure. You know, these, these kids yeah. can't we, wrestle with Krakoa. We can't bring a five-year-old to Battle World. <laughs> Even we're not yeah. that crazy. <laughs> a, a kid cannot see the fashions of the Hellfire Gala. <laughs> you know, like we we can't have a kid seeing Gambit's ball sack hanging out. You know, uh, they're holding their own. Weirdly enough, uh, the older kid cannot bring it to himself to use his powers on Sabretooth. So Gravity Kid, uh, after getting his wings that the other kid says he invented ripped uh stomps on sabretooth's back uh here uh and eventually the blast kid blasts the ceiling and buries sabretooth and the younger kid is like he's just gonna come out and run at us like you wuss why didn't you kill him yeah you know why didn't you take him out uh and that you know fair he's sabretooth yeah absolutely yeah you should probably kill this dude like we keep talking about it like it's it's so much would have been saved if you just killed sabretooth a long time ago um and at the very least you can blast him if he's about to cut your head off yeah that's that's easy. That's you, know, you don't have to kill him, dude. but yeah. blast him. Yeah, at least <laughs> nigh invulnerable while yeah. blasting. Um, yeah. yeah, this is this is kind of ridiculous and crazy to me. <laughs> this entire fight is so it, fucking. Like as I was reading, I'm like, are they really have is Sabretooth trying to kill like some like an five year old? Like, what the fuck is happening it, at Marvel? He's trying to kill this five year old who is holding his own. Um, they run and they run into Wolverine, and I, I like how Wolverine purports himself here. Like he's the only sane person. In this whole thing, he's like, hey, your friends are probably dead. This is a really bad scene. I'm going to go try to save some lives. Do you want to leave or do I have to let those people die so I can escort you out? <laughs> you know, I'm like, fuck, man. Hard truths. Hard. Wolverine Wolverine. Just, I love the way that we're just telling kids that they've died. They, their, their friends are dead constantly. Like, I mean, this is between this and the last door issue. It's very, very funny. Dude. Well, later when they tell uh, Artie that Anna Lee died. Oh, I know, man. Like we're going to get, it's so good. Like this is such a weird series of issues for people telling kids that their parents died. If that is your IMDb tag, you will love the mutant massacre. You will absolutely love this. Um, so the kids wow. decide to stay behind and find Leech after all. Uh, so, and this is where yep. they, this is where they find Amelie dead. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, we're greeted with one of the most amazing things that has a huge amount of lore for you and yes. you personally. Uh, they run into the X-Men, or excuse me, the X-Factor, uh, and it's it's Table Boy. Mm-hmm. He's back. Mm-hmm. He's here. They, he's here, and he's a bed. He's He's got a headboard and a footboard. He's walking another Hurt Morlock around on his bed self, kind of crab walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he, is, he can be other kinds of furniture, not just the table. I'd uh, love to see him. The, the idea here... 
like this is so well realized and i and I, like this just like they, they capture him in motion in a way that i i am just, just astonished it, by like his seeing him walk like only on his two fingers like he's kind of like doing a, a weird walk with his fingers and then his but like he's got like he's he's his legs are moving back and forth on the side on like the footboard i guess it's just yeah the, and he's got pants on i this, this his, is too much for his me, pants Gary. the <laughs> The butt of his pants is the front of the bed. Like the anatomy of this guy is fucking nuts, man. I would, I would love somebody to draw the skeleton, like an X-ray of this image. <laughs> yes, please. Like we need to know absolutely. Just, just incredible. This this whole page is incredible. I love this comic. I, I, I like everything about here happens. Like, uh, so uh, I don't know who that is who is there because they mention uh, Skids comes down and it's like Erg Tarbaby Ape Dreamer. Uh, Erg is the eye patch person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tarbaby is the unfortunate name. That's not a good word, but that's the, the so this must be ape. Sure. Is, uh, is who the, is table boys real name? Just so we know. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, I guess they, they grab him. Yeah. I, I, I will, I'm never not going to call him table boy, but like, so they go there. Cyclops is like, I'm going to go back in the sewer. Jean Grey's like, Oh, you were, you were almost killed. Don't do that. And he's like, uh, well, you're planning to go back too, right, Gene? Gene goes, well, yeah, I'm not injured. And then Cyclops, out of fucking nowhere, he's like, listen, Gene, I left my wife and baby to you with X Factor. And surprise, you don't like what you see. The Scott you used to love had integrity, didn't he? Well, that guy is dead. And what's left is a darn poor substitute. I don't like him much either. Wow. Where the fuck did this come from, Scott? Why is this? Why are you doing this in front of children? He, <laughs> I guess they're not, they're not with Power Pack yet, this, but... Uh, this is the same writer who wrote writes X factor. So like the last time we saw Scott, when he was angsting over this, he wasn't like, I'm a piece of trash. You should hate me. You know, my old good self is dead. Like it's, it's, they're both Louise Simonson. Like what happened? It's weird. It's super fucking weird. It is extremely bizarre. And the kid, yeah. And the, the, the kid, well, so the kids aren't here yet. This is yeah. where the uh, Morlocks are. Uh, the kids are back in the tunnels. This is where they find Leech and, and Caliban. We have to, uh, uh, and there's a there's a lot of like, or go ahead. I just want Sorry. to call out the uh, the plop because so they're like because they're flying towards Leech, and then of course as you get close oh, to yeah. Leech, their their <laughs> the powers turn off, so they just all fall in a pile. But the plop like has a the O has a mouth, like it's it has yeah. teeth and a like a tongue, like it's a fucking Rolling Stone logo. Like Rolling it, Stones, it's fucking yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. man. The tone of this comic is all over the fucking place, man. <laughs> so weird. Why? It's incredible. Why? Why did they involve these child, these children in this? This is so weird. It's so it's so good. There's so we, we enter into a fight now because the uh, scrambler, Arclight, and Harpoon show up. Arclight has divested herself of her bra uh, since the last time we saw her. Like I, these are very pendulous titties. All of a sudden. <laughs> Just calling it like I see it. Dark lights, pendulous, super strong titties. titties. I gotta love it. Yeah, um, but I, they've got they've got that new Soul Caliber uh, motion system in it. Just, <laughs> the the uh, so so the uh, they're gonna fight, and there's a lot of back and forth with how close they are to Leech. Yeah, uh, Leech being a huge, you know, bad, you know, huge liability in a fight uh, here. But the Power Pack again are basically holding their own. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're Franklin Richard stands on Arclight's head and turns into a dream form and <laughs> gives her a raspberry. 
what these children uh, are doing. So. I love when they when they finally get this. The 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 Marauders are just like we, we just got to get out of here. This is dumb. I like I feel like the, the Marauders are like it's so <laughs> stupid. We have a job. <laughs> we're, we're being paid. We we don't need to do this. This is this is silly. Uh, look at this panel of Gravity Boy slamming into Scrambler uh, on page. I don't know. There aren't page numbers on here. It's partway through the fight. It's after the uh, beam kid hits the ceiling again. Okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, do you see what's going on with Scrambler's legs here? Yeah. What the fuck like, is it's real what weird. Is happening there? I know. I, I guess yeah. I didn't notice that Scrambler was wearing hammer pants during that, that, this whole thing. Like it's that's very like he's he's just got them on. He's just wearing them. <laughs> They're big, big hammer pants. It's it was the the deal he had to make to have both his shoulders covered. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. If you're going to be in the Marauders and not wear a one shoulder outfit you had to wear the biggest clothes we can find <laughs> uh david byrne used to be in the marauders but he quit because of moral reasons of course yeah absolutely yeah uh gravity boy smacks arc light real hard it's a big deal arc light you know fought colossus to a standstill mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh they're fighting and they're still holding their own and then x-factor show up yep uh here and uh blast them away boy and you must be thinking at this point surely the comic book is over like we have to be getting close to the end (laughs) (laughs) why is this comic book 25 pages long why did they do this this is a really lot happens uh leech says want mama and franklin richards the the baby walks out to him and goes sometimes mommy and daddies they go away sometimes but that doesn't mean they don't love us and sometimes he's trying to explain and then the older kids come over and go, it's okay, Frank, we'll handle it. Listen, Leech, we found your mom's dead body, exclamation point. <laughs> Emily's dead. <laughs> like, a fucking, what an incredible scene. Dude. I just, move aside, Franklin. No, she's dead. We found her body. <laughs> and it's, it's just absolutely insane the way that this is presented and, and done. And Leech is like looking up to the sky tears running down his face he's he's horrified at this news like he's just he yep. can't take it and it's you feel you feel bad for him yeah yeah going mama loves leech mama loves leech they're all hugging him cyclops looks over and he's like oh man a kid who's been abandoned who would understand that oh wait i would understand that and then like takes off his visor and picks up leech and like holds him like a baby yeah. i i don't know man it, it's it's all very good uh, and he's like, we're going to take you back to your friends. Uh, we cannot give you a mom, but you can hang out with Erg, Ape, and Tarby instead. Yes. Then he's like, thank you. That yeah. will be much just like a mother. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the exact thing that I was looking <laughs> like, for. I, I really want to see uh, Ape, Table Boy, like, turn into a weird approximation of Anna Lee to try to comfort. Yes, ab- absolutely. Like, yes. He still looks like him, but he's, yeah. <laughs> I mentioned um, to you last night we were texting um, that I was watching that Harley Quinn show. Uh, and I guess yeah. one of the villains, I don't know much about DC stuff, but uh, one of the villains is Clayface. Um, and, in, mm-hmm. and in this version of Clayface, he's like an aspiring actor, like full on, like theatrical, like doing monologues, kind of kind of kind of tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they accidentally kill Billy Bob Thornton. So he just like spins around and makes himself <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton so that he can be friends with James Gunn, mm-hmm. who is directing a movie about Tom Wayne, <laughs> Thomas Wayne. Wow. And it is just absolutely hysterical seeing this dude try to pretend to be Billy Bob Thornton. It was fucking hilarious. Anyway, That's very cute. Yeah. That sounds, that's the first thing I've heard from that that makes me really want to watch it. Like, I like the, the real life 
guy making his way in there. Yeah, yeah. And that was actually voiced by Billy Bob Thornton and James Gunn, too. Like, I looked it up on IMDb, and I was like, what the fuck? Why are y'all doing this? <laughs> this is weird. Yep. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, I- yeah. Power pack leaves is basically what happens. They're like, oh, here's a hole that goes to the gra- to the to the to the to the top. Like we're see you later. <laughs> yep. Uh there we had to get home before mom and dad are worried about us. Speaking of parents, we've still got them. Uh we gotta go. <laughs> and X Factor says they're going to uh continue to do the mutant massacre. Uh up top, Gravity Boy is like, look at all this cool shit I learned how to do while off panel. And does a bunch of acrobatics with his gravity powers and uh you know, the, the older brother's very sad because the younger brothers learned how to use his powers better than him. Gives him his shitty wings, he said, and he invented. And Franklin Richards is like, poor leech. At least I have a mommy and daddy, even if they did go away. <laughs> like, the I is emphasized. At least I have a mommy and daddy. And, like, leech isn't here right now. But it's still a real fucking weird flex for a three-year-old. It's a it's extremely <laughs> strange. Yeah, like why are you why are you dissing my dude like that? Like that's fucking weird. I I don't feel like people who love uh Power Pack like love it for the same reasons that I would. You know, which is that this shit's just fucking bonkers. Like I I have a suspicion that people love Power Pack like take this stuff seriously, and they're not just like. Why are these kids like hanging around all this death and bodying Sabretooth? You know? Yeah. I, 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 no. It's fucking so strange, dude. I, again, like we, we talked earlier about wanting to read these different things as we, as we go through this crossover event and kind of the, my internal desire of like, Oh, I hope, I hope I get interested in this. Like that would be the, the optimal output outcome of all this is yep. I actually legit dig this and want to, want to read more of it. Um, and no, <laughs> that's not what happened yeah. at all. <laughs> I, I want somebody to uh, curate all the wackiest fucking shit that's ever happened in Power Pack and give it to me. Like, I don't want to read it, but I just want to know, like, oh, yeah, this is this is the time where they taught Galactus about, you know, the menstrual cycle because Galactus didn't understand it. And like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I have no idea what would happen. It feels like everything's on the table with Power Pack. Yeah. You know, it, 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 any, it, literally anything can happen. <laughs> it's incredible stuff. Uh, Moving on, last issue we're going to talk about here, uh, Thor 374, which will be pretty quick because it's almost all fights. Yeah, yeah, this is a uh, uh, this doesn't this doesn't take very long to get through. Um, but yeah. the cover is uh, Blockbuster uh, punching Thor down, uh, and we see a uh, we see Angel still hung up on the building, um, which is kind of a bummer yep. for Angel. Yep, and Scott and Gene are there in the background. Mm-hmm. What what a kick in the face it must be to the Morlock Sunder that blockbuster gets to be a marauder right and they have the ex- they're, they're identical it's just the same dude you know? i mean it's literally the the same guy <laughs> like, yeah different so outfits bad. but uh. uh so so they're menacing thor at this point this beginning fight is just uh, i like watching thor body them like you know harpoon throws his you know his shitty little stick here and thor just knocks out of the air blockbuster tries to fight him thor smacks him Vertigo tries to make him dizzy, and he counteracts it by spinning his his hammer. Yeah, a vortex spun by Mjolnir may reverse the effects of Vertigo's attack. I don't know how the mutant powers work, but I assume that's you know it's not the air physically moving that you can move back with a hammer. Absolutely, it is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. how it works. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> no, I do. I'm, I'm saying this is me. This is I, I looked it up. <laughs> Nobody needs to check me. We don't need any any fact checkers on Twitter to look this up. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> I think that uh, part of the appeal of Thor probably is that it has that early Superman thing where 
his powers could just do anything that they needed to do. Yeah. yeah. Or like even early comics, like Magneto did that too. Or Professor X where he hijacks into the mind of a uh, missile. One of the, you know, um, like in the first issue of X-Men. One of the early like things that I remember reading about Superman um, when like, I feel like the internet was like just, it was still cool to be on the internet. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this was, it may have been an essay by Ryan North. Uh, where he he made the argument about Superman's powers just being control of molecules, and he just happens to like produce I beams and you know ice wind or whatever. Like, but that's just because that's he could literally do anything because these were what all his powers are. And I just remember reading that, going like, "Man, this dude is a much bigger nerd than I am." Like, I want to kind of beat this dude up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> this dude has been thinking about yeah. Superman way too hard, and that dude's writing like uh, I think he's writing a an X Men comic book now. So like, good on him. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, Ryan North has done all kinds stuff oh yeah and he, he seems like a legit cool, cool dude yeah. like i don't i don't want to say but i just remember reading that going like this dude's a fucking nerd <laughs> like this is bad <laughs> uh they all leave thor's like you know get out of here uh he checks in on angel and angel uh is just worried about Artie, you know uh and he starts saying you know just let me die i'm worthless i'm shitty and thor is like you know i used to be a doctor i should save him but also i'm thor and maybe he should go to valhalla the the language you know, on this is, is exactly why I feel like I have a hard time reading Thor sometimes because you said that in like a normal way to say that. Um, Thor says that yes. by saying the doctor I once was demands that I succor his needs, but Viking warrior <laughs> is not so sure. He has given his all in battle and Valhalla would be his reward in my world. Should I deny him his dying wish in this one? And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, yeah. dude, just stop. Just please stop talking so much. Well, and also like do humans who who die who are warriors also go to Valhalla because I, I I thought it you know he should recognize that he's on Earth where different stuff happens like there there's a hell and and a heaven in the Marvel universe like he he should not be he should understand that he would not go to Valhalla because he's not on Asgard you know like it just it's just really wanky he's such a wanky little emo baby uh, during this <laughs> it really is that's a perfect uh, description for him a wanky little emo baby. Uh, he's going to take Angel and save him. We go to our little subplot with Balder. Uh, Balder goes and fights a gi- or talks to a gigantic worm that's one of the fates to get the elixir of life, which he then pours on the wing, which turns it back into a bird. What a waste of the elixir uh, of life. This is dude. like this is five pages. I mean, this is just <laughs> such a huge waste of what sounds like the, one of the most precious resources on all of the cosmos. Like, <laughs> and, you, and you made a crow like, come back to life. I don't care if it has a personality. I don't. And don't and, yeah. and like crow defenders who are like, oh, you could teach crows to follow you around and they'll attack I, things that attack I, you. I don't care. This is a precious man, resource. This piss is off crow ridiculous. Twitter. Crow Twitter is going to fucking have your ass. Bring it, Crow Twitter. I am done. ready. I'm fucking ready. I don't give a shit about your crows. <laughs> uh, I love a crow and I love a pet. You know, I can, I can imagine uh, throwing, uh, you know, some, some life juice on a pet mm-hmm. uh, there. But I, I don't want to read a comic about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so this, is, this is, but again, if you were reading the main comic, maybe you think this was great. Um. We go over to the literal sewer full of floating body parts and blood. This has to be so that the, disgusting, the, dude. This is just so fucking gross. Like, it's fucking Dark Souls level that this all this whimsical comic takes place in, where they're all kind of licking their wounds after fighting Thor. Sabretooth has shown up after getting his ass handed to him by Power Pack, by the way. He, he's like bragging and flexing about these guys being knocked out by Thor, and Power Pack just took him out. <laughs> so... No, no room to talk. Absolutely, there. absolutely not. Uh, 
you know, he's uh, he's making fun of Blockbuster, you know, uh, and Blockbuster is and they're like, you didn't understand it. And Blockbuster runs off to get revenge. Yes. Because uh, he's he's been egged into this. Uh, meanwhile, you Thor know? is just uh, kind of roaming the sewer hallways, carrying an angel on his back when he runs into nothing but Artie, um, who communicates yep. with, you know, visions. Um, and Thor is able to, uh, you know, understand what Artie is asking and respond and say, no, 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 don't worry about it. Uh, he's not dead. I'll, um, I'm just getting him out of here. We, we'll also get you out of here. Um, yeah, let's scoot. And then this is where uh, <laughs> Blockbuster... I, uh, how he does this does blockbuster see through walls because he jumps through the ceiling to get to thor and uh, it's yeah. very fucking funny to me he, he he has that augmentation uh and he he lands directly on thor's arm he steps on thor's arm and breaks thor's arm uh the agony is indescribable he hath shattered the very bones of my arm imagine thinking that the when you're very bones have you broken a bone <laughs> no I, uh, I'm very lucky that way. I've 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 definitely broken a bone, and I can promise you, you were not thinking. Uh, the the agony is indescribable when it's happening. <laughs> You're just in agony. <laughs> yeah, the very bones. The uh, uh, the kid that broke there. my bone though was like, uh, "Are you okay?" Like, or like, we don't need to call the cops, right? And I'm like, "Yeah, you need to call a fucking ambulance, my man. I'm 16. <laughs> you just ran me over with your truck. I need a fucking doctor." <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. I I don't want to negotiate with your freedom right now. <laughs> uh, I I need to get somebody to fix my arm because I'll I'll, I'll die. Mm. Uh, Blockbuster's about to coup de gras Thor, and Angel jumps on him from behind, which gives Thor the distraction he needs to smack Blockbuster in the face and knock him out. There's a there's uh, a moment. Um, I thought it was this fight, but maybe it's a different one where Thor is like, my hammer, it's still on my waist. (laughs) It's right after he breaks his arm. Is it? Okay. Yeah. They're disconnected ideas. Yeah. It's right after he says the very bones of my arm. He thinks that. And then out loud, he says, my hammer is still (laughs) at my my side. side. (laughs) Just unprompted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, comics. Comic books. man. Uh, You're so fucking weird and good. I love you. <laughs> uh so so they're all uh standing around Artie projects Scott and Gene to Thor. He's going to lead them. So Thor is carrying Angel with Artie behind and they're walking through the sewers uh once more. We check in on Volstag and his collection of children. Uh they uh they are not happy because Volstag just came in and told them that their mom was dead and Thor gave them to Volstag. Um, they're saying like, no, no, why did mom leave us? And Volstagg's like, my children, your mother sleeps peacefully in the gentle embrace of the earth. Her time in this world is done. Uh, cause again, that's the theme of this week. Telling kids. Telling kids horrible uh, things. And he, this, this segue, man, uh, your time on earth is just beginning and no one should think of going anywhere on an empty stomach. Uh, and he carries them down to his weird kitchen with wife, the voluminous. And his thousands of children, just hundreds of to, these uh, motherfuckers running around, dude. Like, and yeah. I, again, until this exact panel, I was convinced he was going to eat the children. Like, just absolutely, <laughs> fully convinced. I'm like, I can't. This seems really, really dark. But like, you know, sometimes Thor goes into dark places. Maybe like this dude, because I had yeah. no, I had no reference. I did not realize that this was the same dude from the MCU <laughs> that showed up in Thor One or whatever. Like, I, I just didn't know that. So like, this is when it was revealed that he had a bunch of kids and he just doesn't eat them. Like, he has a plate of food. I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to read any of this. It really this doesn't anymore. seem like you should eat human food. Yeah. <laughs> like, or eat Midgar food. Uh, something that would need to sustain Volstag of Luminous other than 
the meat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of that subplot for now. Uh, back in the sewers, Thor and company find Cyclops and Jean. Uh, Angel is also being an emo sad sack. Like, just leave me. I'm not worth it. Uh, and Cyclops is like, no, uh, I love this. If you thought we'd walk through fire and blood to find you so we could carry you back to X Factor HQ and dump you down the garbage disposal. <laughs> like, if you're Angel, you're you like, another thing coming. That's really specific, Scott. <laughs> like, I, feel like, I feel like you absolutely have been thinking that. Like, I feel like this is absolutely what you were planning on doing. And, and, and Angel didn't say, uh, take me upstairs and put me in a garbage disposal. He just said, leave me. I'm not worth it. Like, not do extra work to dispose of me in a cruel and painful manner. Um, Very strange, dude. Just incredible stuff. Just incredible. Absolutely uh, incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, they use their powers to create a sling for Thor's arm. Uh, Thor recognizes them. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna head back up. And they're like, hey, Thor, you're going to hear some stuff about us. Uh, we're not, you know, basically warning him, like, we're not X-Factor. Like, we're not mutant hunters. There's more to it. I like and that, Thor's like, no, no, it's cool. I trust you. I like that Thor knows uh, them from their fight with Lucifer and just casually puts that out there. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, I feel like Artie, if he wasn't distracted, would be like, excuse me, did you just say Lucifer? <laughs> like, when <laughs> when was this? <laughs> the, the fucking weird thing is Lucifer is an early X-Men villain who has nothing to do with Satan. He's just a guy named Lucifer guy who's named from Lucifer. a thousand years ago with the X-Men. Yeah. Fucking strange, you know. dude. <clears throat> absolutely bizarre uh they're all gonna leave so thor is left down in the sewers alone you know uh whinging about uh how desolate the sewers are and then hella pops up uh and hella is like no no i didn't cause this death and i don't i just i'm not a fan of it i just admire the craft also when you came back to earth and you felt that little sting that was me uh i'm gonna make it so you will be afraid because your bones will stop healing and you'll live forever and you'll beg for death, and I will never let you go. Um, Which is kind of horrifying. And he gets mad. But, like that's that's a pretty decent one. Super. Yeah. This is this is this yeah. is like a a pretty decent one. I think. Like as far as ways to punish uh, Thor, I think I feel like this is pretty good. Yeah, making making taking away your healing factor is gonna suck for a Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor responds this by being really mad and incinerating all the corpses of uh, the Morlocks there. While the Edgar Allan Poe story, uh, Mask of the Red Death, uh, is told. That is a surrealist horror story about a ball. Uh, it is not about any of the things this comic is about. Uh, I don't understand. So, you don't, you're not saying that this is, so this is, this is not related whatsoever? You don't see any kind of thematic resonance or anything from the, the Mask of the Red Death to this? No, not really. Okay. Uh, not personally. I... I'm too, uh, I mean, it's like, it takes place in civilization. It's not like somebody just, you know, shows up and slaughters all the people at this party. There's like a guy who shows up. I might be misremembering Mask of the Red Death. Uh, am I? Do you know it? Are no, you making fun of me? I'm, or are I'm you making, making fun, fun of you. I'm making fun of the comic book. It. Yeah, absolutely. Like, gotcha. I'm not. I, I could be wrong. If, if I'm wrong, you know, nobody yell at me. I don't, I don't. Uh, at Cole Ross. Yeah, yeah. I don't, um, <laughs> at Plumber Duck. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh. I don't know the mask of the red death well enough. So I was just kind of going with your thing there, but I don't, I didn't, when I, as I was reading this, I was like, what does this have to do with anything that is happening? Like, why are we, why are we doing any of this? Um, It just seemed like a very strange thing. And then you get the final panel here where Thor has the biggest knee pads I've ever seen in comics. (laughs) So are those, did you see, are those those? knee pads or are those like boot cuffs? 
I, I think they might be boot cuffs. Because if they're boot cuffs, they're, that has to be the most obnoxious thing to walk around in. Like, imagine those bad boys just rubbing against each other as you're walking, catching on things. We built Going through a door? When we, when we built our uh, kitchen, uh, we picked, like, these, uh, what they call cabinet pools, the little handle things. Um, and, I, I, you know, me and Autumn, like, picked them out. They looked cool. We liked them. You had to have a whole conversation about it. It was, like, an hour and a half at Home Depot one day. It just was the weirdest thing that I've ever done in my entire life. Uh, but they are... The perfect height for catching my, like, if I'm wearing kind of baggy shorts, they just catch the pocket and I just start opening cabinets as I'm walking around. And I feel like these mm-hmm. would be even worse for this. You would just be catching on shit constantly. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like if you wear, uh, I switch over to earbuds. When I use headphones that have a cord, I, they end up getting ripped out every time I go by a doorknob. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, it'd be like that except your whole life Ex- and by design. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, just absolutely fucking nuts comic uh what a weird week for days of future <laughs> what a like, extremely extremely weird week that this has been um and not not necessarily even terrible like some of this stuff has been kind of fun just just very it's, it's real weird. funny yeah yeah i can't wait to see what kid daredevil explains death to <laughs> you know <laughs> kingpin jr has to learn about his dead goldfish and only the man without fear can take care of it man we were um oh. we were watching it was ever since we watched daredevil what as it was coming out on netflix like originally um autumn is just just refers to him as that catholic guy like that's the only way she refers to him <laughs> like that depressed catholic dude and i'm like yeah i mean you're not wrong you're absolutely not wrong about that yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible uh that's it anywho that's that's that's, that's been it. the mutant massacre uh we have we've spent a lot of time in the sewers well they're all so far there we, uh, we have more mutant massacre oh yeah well i mean we're done with uh, with uh, the massacre of the mutants as we know it like now we're we're going to go into the story so we, we have we have, mut- yeah, oh, we have yeah, massacred yeah, yeah. these mutants is what i'm saying yes uh the next the next issue we're talking about is a pretty famous x-men issue if i remember that is a big cool fight between wolverine and Sabretooth. yes because uh, Wolverine's still down in the sewers hunting for vengeance. Um, but yeah, and we have that Daredevil issue we have to get to. So we have like one more set of issue, episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're not done with the, the crossover bit by any means. Um, we're yes. just we're just in the process of uh, we, we're just done killing all of the Morlocks because they have all been killed at this point. Yeah. Um, yep. So and Thor gave him the quick funeral. Yep. Uh, if you like the show, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV. And uh, give us some money. Please do. We appreciate it. You get uh, yeah. all kinds of cool benefits for doing that. There's tons and tons of exclusive podcasts. Uh, Gary and Cole just finished up the Venture Brothers podcast, and I was lucky enough to, to be able to guest mm-hmm. on that episode a couple of times. Um, I got the episode where mm-hmm. it's the uh, weird clown voiced by um, Luke Skywalker. Um, oh, yeah. You, you got to be Presto Changeo. Presto Changeo. And he, to, he turns into yeah. a treadmill and uh, <laughs> Brock is chasing so him. Good. And Brock just says, this is stupid. It stabs him. It's one of my, it's <laughs> one of my favorite stupid. moments of all time. It's so fucking good. <laughs> just one of the best. It, it's, it's what, it's what uh, the, the Marauders were doing when they were fighting uh, exactly. Power Pack yeah, when yeah. they decided to leave. 100%. Yeah. Uh, this um, is stupid. This is stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I think y'all are y'all have definitely announced the Better Call Saul podcast, right? Are oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. very much so. Um, yeah, we are uh, we are talking about Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad and El Camino. Uh, that's going to start uh, a little bit down the line. We're getting art and music for it. I've heard the theme song; it's real good. Ooh. Uh, Gwen is doing the theme song again, and it's very good and very appropriate. And we have a cool artist lined up for art, and I can't wait to show you the art. 
uh, that we have. And uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to get some episodes under our belt and start releasing that. It is a great time to rewatch those shows now that it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, you no longer have to worry about like waiting because those last few weeks of waiting for Better Call Saul were fucking hell because uh, that show gets really intense. That's why I did uh, not do that. That's why I just watched. Uh, I didn't do that and I haven't watched the show yet. So we have to finish the season. I'm oh, very excited. About yeah, it. you got to you got to get on. I watched it. Better good. Call Saul. I just haven't watched the last season. We were saving them up. So. <clears throat> ah, yeah, it's a uh, it's cool. It's very good. Uh, great time to dive in. So you can watch the the whole thing uh, basically on Netflix for now. Uh, and who knows where that'll end up, but stream it. Easy. Um, yeah, and uh, thanks for supporting. Ratings reviews on Apple Podcasts are uh, useful and effective. Um, yeah. Telling your friends. Telling your friends. Um, chatting with us on Twitter. We, we appreciate all of that. Um, it's, it's very, very good. So thank you. Uh, continue to do stuff like that. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more of Mutants Being Massacred.